At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings for this meeting of you, the listeners, and the Talking with T team. We are excited and delighted to engage once again as we bring you the latest in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. We make it do what it do as we bring it straight to you. It's June 15th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mate, rapper, and actor Ice Cube. On this date in history, Henry O. Flipper becomes the first African-American to graduate from West Point in 1877. And on June 15, 1921, Bessie Coleman became not only the first African-American woman to earn an international aviation license, but the first African-American woman in the world to earn an aviation pilot's license. As we continue to celebrate Black Music Appreciation Month, I have a little trivia for you today. Using a modified board with elevated squares, Ray Charles frequently played chess with his friends and band members. In 2002, although he lost, Charles faced off against chess grandmaster Larry Evans. The theme this month is Justice in June. As we continue to explore the notion of justice, we must remember that justice protects the rights of the individual as well as the order of society. The aim of justice is to provide equal rights, opportunities, and facilities to all in a fair way. As we have discussed a little more about justice each week, you may notice why there is such a focus and fight for justice. We have yet to see that justice be equally distributed to and for all. What does it truly mean when someone says we want justice? I'm eager to hear your thoughts and opinions on the topic of justice. Call in to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. That's 409-1170. Or leave a comment on TalkingWithT.com. This upcoming Friday is recognized as Juneteenth. We recognize June 19th, or Freedom Day, as the oldest known celebration commemorating the end of slavery in the United States. On June 19, 1865, came the announcement of the abolition of slavery in the U.S., state of Texas, and more generally, the emancipation of enslaved African Americans throughout the former Confederate States of America. Major General Gordon Granger came to Galveston, Texas, to inform a reluctant community that President Abraham Lincoln two years earlier had freed the slaves, and to press the locals to comply with his directive. Here in the Tennessee area, we celebrate August 8th as our Emancipation Day. It's when Andrew Johnson, Tennessee military governor, who later became the 17th president of the United States, freed his personal slaves in Greenville, Tennessee, on August 8th, 1863. This date, August 8th, became known as Emancipation Day. It is still celebrated in Tennessee, Kentucky, and Missouri. And while I'm on the topic of Juneteenth, Nike 
joined other companies who will now recognize Juneteenth as an annual paid holiday. And they also modified their Just Do It slogan to create a campaign that says, don't do it. Don't turn your back on racism. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. We're currently accepting sponsors and releasing advertising spots. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Please make note, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists, and I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Help me celebrate people making good choices, doing good work, and contributing to the good of our community. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track. It's trending news and hot topics. Go back in time When you and I Were uncomplicated Let's go back in time Before I felt what I felt When you did what you did that night Once upon Upon a time I thought you were But our hearts lead the way blindly Welcome back to Talking With Tea, Spilling the Tea. Are you ready for this? Put your ears on blast. This will go real fast as we cover today's quick bits. We lost Bonnie Pointer of the Pointer Sisters this past week. She died at the age of 69. The singer died in her Los Angeles home of cardiac arrest. NASCAR has banned the Confederate flag, which is a welcome change for black fans, but not so much appreciated by others. 
Trump's Tulsa rally has been rescheduled as not to conflict with Juneteenth celebrations. Boston mayor declares racism a public health crisis and pledges to cut $12 million from police budget. Beyonce sends a letter to Kentucky's Attorney General Daniel Cameron asking to bring charges against the three Louisville officers involved in the killing of Breonna Taylor. LeBron James launches nonprofit to address voter suppression. And Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated launches a scholarship for the daughter of George Floyd. Everybody's talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. Hello, listeners. It's that time in the show where we review trending news. And today, I have none other than our know-it-all, Professor Jay. It's so much going on. I hardly know where to start. So basically, people are still out here protesting. Companies are trying to demonstrate that they're woke, while some folks are clearly still in a slumber, and police brutality continues. So I think the protests have continued now for over 20 days in much of the country and even throughout the world as we emphasize Black Lives Matter. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. Black Lives Matter. Jay, tell the people why it is important to say Black Lives Matter when we know that all lives matter. Right. So everybody is countering the whole Black Lives Matter cry with all lives matter. Yes, that's true. At this particular point in time, at this particular juncture, black men and black women are the ones who are under attack. And all lives can't matter until black lives matter, all black lives. Right, right. Thank you. So when we say that black lives matter, there isn't an implication that all lives don't matter. It's just that we have a particular focus right now. You know, it's a hardship. It's a detriment. It's a barrier being black, which makes me feel like we don't matter as much. And so that's why there's a particular emphasis on saying that black lives matter. Yes, indeed. The shocking story of the week was the killing of an unarmed black man, Rayshard Brooks, by a white Atlanta police officer. Brooks was killed the day before he planned to celebrate his daughter's eighth birthday. So as the story goes, he fell asleep in a Wendy's drive-thru. He was a bit intoxicated and officers approached him. And he started off being compliant, took the breathalyzer. They found out he was legally drunk. And it's when officers attempted to put him in handcuffs that things seemed to turn left. There was a struggle. Brooks took one of the officer's tasers and ran. Now, prior to that, it's important to note that they asked him, was he armed? He said no. They patted him down to verify he wasn't armed. So at this point, we know He doesn't have anything that would put the officers in imminent danger. Okay, so he takes the taser, which is not a lethal weapon, and he runs. The officer then shoots him in the back. So again, said that each time we have a court system, we cannot have folks issuing the death penalty at will. This fueled more protests. And, Jay, you know, I thought things were calming down. 
to more peaceful protests. I didn't see as much about looting and fires and riots. This happened and set Atlanta all the way off. I'm talking about they tore that city up. They burned down the Wendy's. And, Jay, what did Wendy do? Absolutely nothing. And it's interesting to note that most of the footage that we have seen about the Wendy's burning down, uh, the perpetrator was not a black person. Yeah, I've been seeing little things pop up across the country where there have been some things destroyed, some things that they have blamed on the riots and the protests that haven't been um, those kin to our skin. Let's put it that way. Right. All right. So so they're offering a $10,000 reward for suspects who set the Wendy's on fire. And if they have video, maybe they can track that person down. But it was very disturbing. It doesn't fare well at this time of civil unrest for us to continue to have these incidents happening. No, and as we've said before, you know, usually we get at least a minute to breathe between incidents, but they are coming back to back and rapid fire to where we can't even, we can't breathe, literally. Right. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And I don't know if people realize how heartbreaking it really is. I don't know if they understand the toll that it takes on your spirit to see this happening time after time, year after year, number after number, name after name. And so I'm hopeful that we're taking a turn, but I have seen a lot of racist attitudes and a lot of racist comments on different news articles and stories. So I don't know. I don't either. That's a long side for the week. Yeah. Well, not really. Wait till you hear this. I'm going to read a statement from Ohio Senator Steve Huffman, and then I want to hear your thoughts. Quote, my point, as I understand African-Americans have a higher incidence of chronic conditions, and it makes them more susceptible to death from COVID. Huffman said this in a public hearing. He went on to say, but why it doesn't make them more susceptible to just get COVID? Could it just be that African Americans or the colored population do not wash their hands as well as other groups or wear a mask or do not socially distance themselves? That could be the explanation of the higher incident, end quote. The, the what population? Colored. In 2020. In 2020. He's a senator in Ohio. He says your colored cousins don't wash their hands as well as other groups or wear masks and don't socially distance. All right, we we got to stay on the air. Yes, we okay. Just hold it in, then hold it in. I'll change direction a little bit because y'all sure enough put the brakes on Starbucks, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I still have some stars I have to use, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm torn. I'm not too quick to cancel them just yet, especially since uh, one of their 
top executives is a, an African-American woman. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sources have said that she was the one who kind of urged them to rethink their position on uh, their partner's uniforms. So they first said they would not permit employees to express their beliefs wearing anything with Black Lives Matter. And they went on to say that that went along with the company policy, which I understand, company policies that say you can't express religious or political beliefs. The problem I have with that is that saying that being black is political. Saying that I matter, that my sons matter, that's not a political statement. Well, no. But nevertheless, next thing I know, not only did they retract that, and grant permission. They're creating their own Black Lives Matter shirt. So companies are responding. You know, they said over there at the Walmart, they're going to stop putting multicultural products in locked cases. And Band-Aid is adding a new line of bandages Mm -hmm. to match different skin tones. So there are some changes coming, maybe slowly, but surely. Indeed, indeed. Well, while all the civil unrest is going on, we still need to be worried about that COVID, don't we? Rona is spiking across the country. And they say that second wave is coming. Now, Florida's number of confirmed new cases exceeded 2,000 for two days straight. 2,000. Mm-hmm. I wonder what color people are over there not washing their hands and making the numbers spike like that. Hmm. It's the purple people. Probably. Think it's the purple? Probably. I would say Maybe the pink. Hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sunday was the birthday of your president. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Well, it was. Not my president, though. Well, social media was undefeated. People declared it Obama Appreciation Day and posted messages and photos of President Obama all over the Internet. And I was here for all of that. (laughs) Well, Jay, I guess we are going to continue to stay on top of stories. There are so many trending, so many things going on. I am hoping that we don't have another tragedy to report and that next week we're going to report some healing. And I know there are laws and policies and discussions and strategies and a lot on the table as far as police reform. We need to talk about that because I'm not sure that I understand. You can help me understand if they're talking about totally getting rid of departments, if they're defunding them, what that means, and what does it mean that they're replacing it with um, a community initiative. So I just need some help with that. There's certainly a lot to unpack there. Yeah, because I'm thinking if someone breaks into my house, who do I call my neighbors? You know, the talk is that police departments aren't being totally defunded or disbanded, but rather funding is being redirected. Redirected. Mm-hmm. And to support community organizations that may actually what? Address some issues? To yes. prevent? Okay. So we're looking at trying to be proactive instead of reactive? And that's what it's looking like. 
but we'll see how mm-hmm. successful uh, those endeavors are. Yes, well, we'll be hopeful for that as well. So, Jay, we continue to celebrate five years of talking with T each week. I can't go without saying thank you. And thank you. I have enjoyed being a part of the team, and I look forward to the next level, the next dimension, the next whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you, and I guess that's it for this bit. I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And you know I'm going to say it. All right, now. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But be reminded, you can call in with thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com. Share some stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. Stay on top of things by subscribing to Talking With Tea Daily, our online scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With Tea, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With Tea. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, tea will end with a quote. Violence as a way of achieving racial justice is both impractical and immoral. I am not unmindful of the fact that violence often brings about momentary results. Nations have frequently won their independence in battle. But in spite of temporary victories, violence never brings permanent peace. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.